Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hey there, welcome to another great episode of Combin Podcast. Here is your host, Anne, and I'm in a brilliant mood today, and I'm super excited to introduce my today's guest. An innovative, prolific senior marketing director with a demonstrated track record of achievement in digital marketing, social media advertising, B2B and multi-channel marketing, content development, campaign planning and management, brand communications, audience development and community building, all of this in one awesome woman, Marisa Pick. So welcome, Marisa, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah, thank you for coming. Today we're talking about content creation for brands and businesses. And I know many people on socials are very obsessed with the topic because we can hear from every corner now and then that you need to post something, you need to post valuable content in order to be noticed, in order to make people follow you and engage with you. But before we dive into the topic, could you please introduce yourself and tell me and my audience more about your area of expertise and your background? Absolutely. So I am the founder of Marissa Pick Consulting. Uh, within my business, I provide strategic consulting all around digital transformation. So anybody that's looking to implement digital strategy, that's that's what I do day in and day out. So I work on content marketing content marketing strategies, social media strategy. I do a lot of personal brand development. And prior to doing this, I ran global social media teams within financial services. And I live in New Jersey uh, with my husband and my two little boys, Lucas and Reed. Oh, cute. And how did you get into that sphere? So I got into digital marketing completely through doing something I thought I wanted to do. So I graduated my, my, I graduated from Brandeis university up in Boston, mass. And I finished with legal studies and I went into legal studies and I was a paralegal and I did not like it and quickly decided to completely shift my career and went back to school for a master's degree. Oh. And once I, once I finished my master's in public administration in 2008, uh, there was absolutely nothing happening uh, in the world. There was no jobs. And so my father at the time was president of an event marketing company. And I started to work with him on developing social media and events for live events that we were doing and started to see people come together from online, meet in real life, and decided at that point, everything I was going to do was going to be within digital marketing specifically. So yeah. I'd say I was probably like one of the early birds to adopt this idea of social and digital and online and offline events or like a hybrid and live event. And so I have been, you know, early in my career, I started doing digital marketing. I did coding of emails and I kind of did the whole circle of audience development, growth marketing, social emails, you know, designing things. And to this point where I got very niche within social media and really seeing the impact of digital. 
Yeah, this is what just I was going to say uh, because you said like you uh, started to work with your father. It was like 2010 or 2008, so it was like the early beginning of yeah. social media yeah. era. Yeah. Yeah. So it was early 2008, and I I always joke with him now because we actually brought influencers, quote unquote, before they were named that people that had established followers at the time to help us. Yeah. We did social media lounges in the middle of events and we needed somebody to run that because we were running the event. And so we actually took advantage of something before it was something. Um, so I always joke that we were ahead <laughs> of our game. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So then I guess you have huge experience in social media and we know that content is a big part of social media and you can hear from really from every corner that content is the king so you need to post valuable content to be noticed by followers by potential customers in order to make people follow you buy from you and do whatever you want them to do but um, not many people understand that just posting some content that strategy doesn't work so you really need to post something valuable interesting for your target audience. So how to understand what is really valuable? So valuable, uh, is it educational? Is it something that brings some information, some knowledge? Is it fun? So what does providing valuable content mean? Yeah, that's a great question and a really important thing that you, you said. A lot of brands are just putting up content, which is probably the worst thing that they can do. Um, I'd say valuable content, if you're defining it, is information that somebody else needs to improve something that they're looking for. So valuable content to me and valuable content to you might be two different things. What I would say for brands is that valuable content has to be defined by what are you trying to do with the user at that point in the cycle. So are you a new brand just trying to build brand awareness? Because then if you have a product you can showcase, doing a video or a reel, you know, explaining what it is might be helpful. If you're, you know, if you're American Express, you're an established brand, so you're doing different content. Or like I, I always think of Delta Airlines here in the U.S. is they have a, a whole feed about culture at their company, which I, I think it's one of the most fun Instagram accounts because it's taking it a step, a, a step further for the end user so they can actually see behind the scenes. So I'd say valuable content, you know, it probably is not a one size fits all, but certainly in my opinion, the most valuable content somebody in 2023 can develop and provide is visual content for the audience. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's important to actually understand who your target audience is because when you post content, you are sending a message to them and you're trying to talk to them. So, um, Let's assume that some brand or some business knows who their target audience is, but the target audience may differ from time to time. So, for example, there are some brands that may be cool and for adults and for children and for teens. So, and we understand that content for each of the groups should be different. So, what should those brands do? those brands that have several audiences. So how do they create relevant content for their brand? Yeah, I'd say, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of user-generated content for any brand. Uh, my background's in financial services, which is 
can be quite a dry area to create content in. Um, I would say doing spotlights, doing something that tells the user's journey or showcases your existing clients or prospective clients engaging with your brand is really helpful. Um, you know, I think it depends if you start getting into a level of paid media, you can actually segment out your audience on specific channels yeah. and do, you know, one message to one audience. Like if you have an established group, um, I've actually done campaigns where we email people that have unsubscribed from emails. We don't email them. Sorry. We take the emails of unsubscribes for clients and we'll do almost like a re-engagement campaign. So that might be a member survey. It might be inviting them into a usability group. It might be asking them, you know, what they want out of the brand, or it might just be serving them a paid ad with an engaging piece of content. So again, no one size fits all, but definitely making sure that, you know, you're getting the right message to the right person at the right point in their journey with your brand. That's really what needs to be a focus. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned user-generated content. So I personally love user-generated content. And I think that's a brilliant thing that you can even think of in terms of marketing and in terms of promoting your social media channels. Because actually, you don't have to do anything because people already have done everything for you. And usually when people like generate this user-generated content, they usually don't say something bad so they, they don't post some stories for example on instagram or videos or posts complaining about something so they usually post something positive so how to get users and how to get audience to create it and share more content for a brand so that you could use it on your social media channels and attract more audience yeah i love the idea of gamification when it comes to user generated content so giving your audience an incentive to do something that you want um, with the approved, you know, d depending on what you want to use it for. But a lot of brands will say, you know, do you mind if we feature you or they'll build it into like a check mark when people submit a form? Um, I think brands that are able to get testimonials from clients or customers and build that into images that they use on social, whether it's like Marissa P instead of my full name, like it has, it, There's different ways of doing it if they want anonymity within, you know, the content that you're creating. But I think if you're a brand, a, you know, a brand that has a product, incentivizing people with a product or a gift card also works really well. So, you know, submit, submit your testimonial, your short video, your whatever you want for a chance to win a gift card. And then also you now have a segment of an audience that's incredibly interested in receiving and engaging with your brand. So it's almost like the more that you can get people to develop user-generated content and be engaged and checking in or tagging on Instagram, then it's really helpful also for, you know, retention purposes. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Great piece of advice. Um, I know that many business owners think that content creation is something that should come up to them like an inspiration. So they don't like to plan anything. They don't like to schedule anything because they think that it's like uh, too complicated to sit down and trying to, uh, trying to invent something in your head for a whole month ahead. So 
Do you create social media content plans for your brand? And if yes, so what do you usually start with? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the task of getting started is probably the hardest thing for most of us to overcome, right? It's like this constant to-do list. It's like, I have so much to do. I have this and that. So it becomes overwhelming when in reality, it's not, you know, if you're developing content and you're having webinars or you're having videos, you already know that you have people coming in or if you have a brick and mortar event or opening or something, I, I personally think it's incredibly helpful to work with a calendar of, you know, even if it's a month out, um, I, with my clients, I have one client right now that I do content for, and I do a quarterly calendar for them. And I send them all the content for the quarter. And then obviously, if anything else pops up in between, we add it in. I have another client that I do a monthly content calendar for. And again, like things change, but they have at least an outline of things. So you know, I think for everybody listening to this, I, I think it is incredibly helpful to have an idea of a plan. And if that doesn't work, you know, you can always scrap it. But I try to take advantage of if we're talking about social media, something like a, you know, Wednesday wisdom or a Friday feeling or a Friday vibes or you yeah. know, throwback Thursday, like things that already exist. We're not reinventing the wheel. We're just maximizing where we put our message and what hashtags we use to help it engage with our audience. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, on one of our on one of our project with my company, we have a really great tradition on Instagram. We usually do it on Wednesday. It's like Ask Me Anything Wednesday, so where we allow our users to uh, ask us any questions and about our project, about our service, about our plans, and also some personal questions about maybe our development team or our support team, how we got started, etc. And, you know, we actually noticed that that works really well because it built, builds trust and transparency and people see that there are real humans, human beings behind mm-hmm. the brand and people like it. They like see not just an image of a brand, but also they feel that human connection. Yes, and that is, I honestly think, human connection in a year when markets are constantly changing and we're coming out of a pandemic and that human connection and that culture, I would argue is probably the most important thing that like what you guys are doing, have an open conversation, answer questions. And I love that idea. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Do you have any examples that inspire you? Oh, maybe you have like some brands that you steal some ideas from them. Yes, constantly, right? So, (laughs) you know, I I would say I'm a B2B marketer. I'm born business to business. I occasionally, through my consulting, have taken on a little bit of B2C here and there with clients. But I am a consumer no matter what. So I always say to people, if you're B2B or you're B2C, regardless of that, we should take inspiration as consumers and bring that B2C angle into a B2B campaign. So I, you know, I constantly, and that's, that's actually my interview question. If I ask people, you know, what do you see in social that's inspiring you? Or what have you seen recently from a brand? You know, I think of, a simple thing last year, I think of the Super Bowl and the QR code that just bounced around for 30 seconds. And that actually 
sent more traffic than the brand could handle. And it broke their, you know, it crashed their internet, but it was a great, simple idea. And also I would say arguably fumed the, you know, QR codes coming back into what we're all doing. Um, another brand I love, if we're going to talk about user generated content is a brand called Warby Parker. And they're known for glasses that are relatively inexpensive and affordable. And they've done a really nice job of making a, a thought you can, you can take five pairs of glasses, deliver it to your home and try them on. But they went a, a step further where they actually include user-generated content within their website, their, their paid social, their campaigns, where you can actually upload and look in like an augmented reality how glasses will look on you and then talk about them after. So I find what they've done incredible. And in terms of sales, I think they've seen a massive ROI and I don't have the stats in front of me now, but by doing something so simple as leveraging user generated content, that brand has done an incredible job. Yeah, that's true. You know, I usually host webinars uh, once a month dedicated to social media marketing or Instagram marketing. And almost every time when I speak about Instagram marketing, I include that brand into my presentation because they actually, social media marketing. Amazing. Is brilliant. Oh, they're amazing. They're yeah. Brilliant. They do everything like on a very high level. And it's the captions and content creation and the frequency of posting, everything, everything, everything. They are very like they go along with the trends. So it's actually one of the brands that I really adore. And yeah, they're very inspirational. Yeah, actually I pulled it up here because now that we're talking, I was like, I need to find this stat, but You know, I talked about incentivizing and research shows that 57% of online buyers will share personal data for a personalized offer. And, you know, I could talk about personalization as another whole segment, but people want personalized experiences if they're buying from a company. So I actually, you know, one other brand I love is Coca-Cola, right? Like, oh yeah, we all grew up drinking Coca-Cola, but a couple of years ago, if you remember, they launched this share a Coke campaign where it was like your name is on a Coke bottle. And I think they printed like 150 names initially across the country and it went viral and they had had, I believe declining sales. And simply by doing that, they increased, they increased their traffic like twofold and they got media, they got impressions. And I think now you can even go in and, you know, take advantage of, if you were doing it for an event or something like my, one of my sons has a normal name, one has a name that's a little bit more obscure. So, you know, you can go in and purchase it and have it sent because he gets upset that he doesn't see his name. So again, like Coca-Cola, which is the most obscure brand with no differentiator was able to take advantage of personalization and leverage digital and increase sales and online chatter and impressions and engagements and traffic. So, you know, it's simple stuff. It just is a matter of where you start. Yeah, yeah. And this example just shows us that you you shouldn't really reinvent the wheel. You shouldn't try to repeat someone's success. You just need to think of something easy, and that will be really cool. That can uh, that that many people actually can do without making exactly so many efforts. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, social media is, I think like I wrote an article years ago. It's not, it's not hard. It's just a matter of where to get started. Like it's a very simple thing. It's just a matter of 
what you're doing, you know, where you start. But, you know, I have a folder downstairs in my office of, or in my house in my office of examples from 15 years that I've saved from brands. Like it might be something I saw at an event or it might be an email I got. And I am constantly like, if I have a day where my brain can't work, sometimes I just go through things that I've saved and find inspiration from. And I find that that truly like, or it's just, you know, look, turning on TV or reading a magazine or scrolling on Instagram. But, you know, we should all say it's okay to take some creative inspiration from other brands. And then obviously not stealing things and and infringing on trademarks, but there's no reason we can't be inspired and do something for our company from something else that someone else might be doing. Yeah, that's the right point. Okay, Marisa, so how can my audience learn more about you and about your agency and what you offer? Sure. So thank you again. This is a wonderful discussion. If you want to learn more about me or have a conversation, you can visit me on LinkedIn or Twitter. I'm at Marissa Pick on both. And my website is marissapick.com. Again, I keep all that branding super easy to find me. So You know, if there's any questions, take a look. I practice what I preach. I am incredibly active on social and truly just live and breathe this. And and truly, again, more than anything, just love having open conversations about social and the power of digital. It's just so exciting to me. Thank you so much for coming to Combin Podcast. And I have one last question for today's interview. So do you have a message that you would like to leave my listeners with? Maybe you have a motto. Ooh, motto. I'd say never give up. I'd say many of us, you know, this constantly changes and it's incredibly overwhelming in 2023. Even if you look on Instagram, it's like 8,000 ads now. But, you know, I inspire people. If you're into this, be consistent, be active. And I'd say have fun. You know, there's, you know, your your audience will tell you what they like and don't like. At this point, we all know how to take advantage of analytics. But there's no reason in digital within reason, like have fun, take chances. And again, focus on engagement more than anything else, because without engagement, you have nothing happening. Yeah, that's great. Thank you once again. Thank you. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.